0: CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in this script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday, the 25th of February 2024. Here are the main news headlines New amateur radio licence conditions are effective. Amateurs are reminded to carry out an EMF assessment. The 2024 band plans have been published. Ofcom has released its final decisions following its consultation on the amateur radio licensing framework last year. Revised licence conditions became effective on Wednesday, the 21st of February 2024. The changes to licence conditions include the optional use of regional secondary locators, increase transmitter power levels, and provide greater opportunity to bring newcomers into amateur radio. There are approximately 100,000 amateur radio licences issued by Ofcom in the UK. Ofcom says that it will shortly be contacting all licensees to provide each with their new license document. Ofcom is aiming to reissue all UK amateur radio licences by the autumn of 2024. To help this process run as efficiently as possible, please ensure that your contact details are up to date in the Ofcom licensing system. Further updates to the amateur radio licensing framework including the issuing of M8 and M9 intermediate call signs, will be rolled out in two more phases later this year and in the 24-25 year. A video entitled Updating the Amateur Radio Licensing Framework, RSGB Overview of Key Changes is available on the Ofcom playlist on the RSGB's YouTube channel, which you can find at youtube.com forward slash the RSGB. In it, RSGB General Manager Steve Thomas, M1ACB, and RSGB Spectrum Forum Chairman Murray Nyman Nyman, and perhaps G6JYB, discussed the um, impact of the new rules. They also describe how the RSGB worked with Ofcom before and during the consultation period to arrive at the best outcome for all UK amateurs. Steve, Murray and many people across the RSGB have also worked hard to engage with individual amateurs and amateur radio clubs and groups to help them prepare for the licensing changes. The RSGB will continue to release information and support for radio amateurs as we all adapt to the new arrangements. You can read more details and guidance on on the Ofcom website at tinyurl.com forward slash arfeb figures 2024 or via the RSGB website at rsgb.org forward slash licensing. Given that the increased transmitter power limits now available to UK licensees, all amateurs reminded that they are required to carry out EMF assessments. To help you do this advice, an online EMF calculator can be found at rsgb.org forward slash emf. The RSGB plan, ban plans for 2024 were published in the March issue of Radcom. They are also available via the RSGB website, under uh, BAN plans. This year's changes support the new Ofcom licensing framework and guidance, particularly in the VHF and UHF bands. All amateurs are reminded to consult the band plans before operating. The list of amateur radio events taking place in British Science Week and resource suggestions are growing. GB3RS, the radio station at the RSGB National Radio Centre, at Bletchley Park, could be available for QSOs with stations taking operating as part of British Science Week. Contact the RSGB's BSW coordinator Ian, uh, Ian Neal, M0KEO, at bsw at rsgb.org.uk and he'll link you with the NRC coordinator Martin Baker. G Zero GMB to make your arrangements. Please continue to send to Ian the resources you'd like to share and details of British Science Week events you're organising, including the times you'll be on the air. The RSGB would like to inspire as many people and groups as possible to get involved. You can access all events and resources details on the RSGB website. The RSGB has been trialling paper wrappers for RadCom as part of its plans. To be more environmentally friendly, the Society has been collating feedback and is aware that there have been particular problems with the gluing of uh, of the RADCOM wrapper this month. Please be sure that the RSGB is discussing this with its supplier to try and resolve the problems before the next issue. During a year when the global landscape shifted once more with conflicts across the world, and economic difficulties touching the lives of individuals, the RSGB was pleased to see that the amateur radio community continues to thrive. It may have changed shape and adapted with the times, but the society has been there, not only to support its members but to defend the spectrum and provide information for all radio amateurs. In the March Radcom there is a feature called A Year in Numbers – which shows some of the great things to celebrate, in which the RSGB HQ staff have often led the way. There's an infographic and a short video with the highlights, and you can read the fuller story from page 40 in Radcom and on the website. Go to rsgb.org and uh, follow the links of strategy updates and click on 2023, a year in numbers. The April Radcom shows in detail the work of the RSGB committees and other specialist volunteers. The amateur radio licence exams will be updated in line with the new licence conditions decided by Ofcom this week. Further information about the timing of those changes can be found on the RSGB website. Registration is open for Mills on the Air event, which takes place on Saturday the 11th and Sunday the 12th of May, To read about this event, register and view a list of stations that are taking part. Visit ddars.net and follow the Mills on the Air link. Now for details of rallies and events. The British Vintage Wireless Society Biggleswade Meet and AGM takes place today the 25th. The venue is the Weatherly Centre Eagle Farm Road Biggleswade in Bedfordshire, sg 18 J H. Bring and buy stall is available with a 10% commission on sales. Going to the British Vintage Wireless and Television Museum. Stallholders can gain entry from 9am. The doors open to the public at 9.30 and admission is £8. For more information, visit bvws.org.uk or email secretary at bvws.org.uk. The Red Rose Winter Rally is also taking place today, the 25th. The venue is St Joseph's Hall, May Lane Lee, WN72PJ. Access for exhibitors is available from 8.30 and the event will be open to the public from 10. Hot and cold refreshments are available. Further details found via West Manchester Radio Club's website at wmrc.co.uk. Send inquiries to Les G4HZJ via lesjackson at ntlworld.com or phone 07796 264569. The Exeter Radio and Electronics Rally takes place on Sunday the 3rd of March from 10am to 1pm. The event will be held in America Hall, Pinho, EX48PX. More information contact Pete G3ZVI on 07714 198374 or email g3ZVI at yahoo.co.uk. Special event news, celebration of World Radio Day and the 100th anniversary of the start of regular radio broadcasting in Spain. Special call sign Alpha Oscar 100 will be active until the 29th of February. QSL request should be sent via the Bureau to EA4URE. Celebrating the 60th anniversary of Radio Amateur Society of, th- of Thailand, RAST RAST members are active as HS60 RAST, until the 10th of March, QSL HS6MYW. DX News, Ben Hart, DL2GAC, will be active as H44MS from uh, Malaita OC047 in the Solomon Islands. Until the 25th of April, he'll be QRV daily, with activity on the 160 to 6 meter bands using SSB and some FT8. QSL via Bernhardt's home call direct or via the bureau. He'll upload details of contacts to club club log and logbook of the world. Francis uh, F6BWJ is active as Fox Mike. Stroke call sign from Martinique NA107 until roughly the middle of March. He's operating CW on the eight to ten meter bands. QSL via logbook of the world, or via bureau, the bureau to his home call. Contest news: The French HF championship, also known as the REF contest, started at 0600 UTC on Saturday, the 24th, ends at 1800 UTC today, Sunday, the 25th. Using SSB on the HF bands, where contests are allowed, the exchange of signal report. And serial number. French stations send their department number or overseas territory prefix. The CQ 160DX contest started at 2200 UTC on Friday the 23rd, ends at 2200 UTC today the 25th. Using SSB on the 160 metre band, the exchange is signal report and CQ zone. American stations send their state, and Canadian stations send their province. On Monday the 26th, the FT4 series contest runs from 2000 to 2130 UTC, using FT4 on the 10 to uh, the 8 to 10 meter bands. The exchange is your report. On Tuesday the 27th, the SHF UK activity contest runs from 1930 to 2230 UTC, using all modes on the 13 centimeter bands. The exchange is signal report, serial number, and locator. Wednesday the 28th. The UK and Ireland Contest Club 80m Contest runs from 2000 to 2100 UTC. CW on the 80 meter band, the exchange is your six-character locator. The 144 and 432 Megs Contest starts at 1400 UTC on Saturday the 2nd of March and ends at 1400 UTC on Sunday the 3rd of March. Using all modes on the 2 and 2 meter and 70 cm band, the exchange is Signal Report, Serial Number and Locator. Sunday the third, the UK Microwave Group Low Band Contest runs from 1000 UTC to 1600 UTC, using all modes on the microwave bands. The Exchange Signal Report serial number and locator. The Worked All Britain 80 Meter Contest takes place on Sunday the third of March, from 1800 to 2200 UTC. Please note, this is SSB only contest, and the Exchange Signal Report. Uh, serial number and worked all britain area the, uh, all entries need to be with the contest manager by the 13th of march full contest rules are available on the worked all britain website at worked-all-britain.org.uk the arrl international dx contest starts at 0000 utc saturday the 2nd of march ends at 2359 utc on sunday the 3rd of march Using SSB on the 160-10 to metre bands were allowed. The exchange is signal report and transmitter power. American stations send their state and Canadian stations send their province. Now for the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYA, G3YLA and G4BAO. They write... We have had two X-class solar flares over the last few days. The first occurred at 2307 UTC on the 21st of February, so it didn't affect the UK at all. The second erupted on at 06:32 UTC on the 22nd of February and was too early to affect the ionosphere in this region. However, HF paths to the east may have been affected. However, active region 3590 could cause more problems if it rotates into an earth-facing position. Look out for more flowers and potential coronal mass ejections as we head into the weekend. Another problem is a coronal hole on the solar equator, which was earth-facing on Friday the 23rd and could lead to increased KP index today the 25th if its associated BZ magnetic field points south. Although there are only two sunspot groups visible, the solar flux index is 170, showing just how potent these spots are. Daytime MUFs over a 3,000-kilometer path are still exceeding 35 megahertz, whilst night, night night time MUFs over a similar distance struggle to get above 10 to 11 megahertz. With the daytime MUF so high, it's a good opportunity to check for low-powered 10 m beacons. The RSGB Propagation Studies Committee has just released a new 10-metre beacon list which has been created from scratch using the reverse beacon network and help from amateurs around the world. The new beacon list, which can be found under the Propagation section of the RSGB website under beacons, should be more useful than its predecessor as it's based on actual beacons that have been received. But if you hear any beacon that isn't on the list, please inform Steve, G0KYA at PSC.Chairman, at rsgb.org.uk. Next week, NOAA predicts that the Solar Flux Index may decline a little into the 160s. As for geomagnetic conditions, it depends on what happens with active region 3590. We could be in for a tough ride, or things could be fine. Let's wait and see. No for VHF and up, the current spell of unsettled weather continues and this means that Tropo won't be worth waiting for other than any temporary short-lived early morning temperature inversions, especially if accompanied by misty low cloud or fog. The main part of the story is again radio uh, rain scatter, which will have plenty of opportunity to shine in the period to the end of the coming week. Summer thunderstorms are usually full of large raindrops, whilst winter systems are generally less intense, but in the absence of much else, it's still worth considering for those on the gigahertz bands. The other propagation mode, or modes of meteor scatter or aurora, are even longer shots, but they may still crop up. The best time for random meteor scatter QSOs is around dawn. Lastly, the doldrums for sporadic key propagation are still with us and don't expect too much until we're well into April, even on the 10 meter bands. The high solar flux could see some transequatorial 50MHz openings if the KP index remains low, especially for the far south and west of the UK. For EME operators, moon declination starts the weekend positive but drops negative again for Monday. With apogee, when the moon is at its furthest point from the Earth, occurring yesterday, Saturday the 24th, path losses are at their highest for the month this weekend. 144 meg sky noise is low all week, and that's it from the propagation team this week. That's all from me, likewise. Until next week.